But apparently he's had a lot of problems with uh, attacking people, and I don't know. We'll see. We'll be right back. Kick things off. Catherine is here. Tom Bernard Show. Tom Bernard Show. <laughs> yeah, there I we know. go. The ad won't play. That's weird. Uh, right yesterday. Do, 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 do. Just one second. We're trying to get this work in here. Yeah. Okay, we're up. We are up. Ralph is here. Catherine's here. Cassie's here. Andy's got some fake toothache or something. <laughs> no, he's having. He's at the dentist. He's gonna get a fake tooth, maybe. Exactly. Yeah. Oh. And Kristen's ready to go. Is that correct? Or your Alex? That is correct. Oh, Kristen. Hello. That voice is just like chimes. It just it's just like I'm in a church when I hear your voice. It really is. Yeah. It's like church bells. There's no question about it. Or synagogue, whatever, or whatever they do in uh, in a mosque. Something. They do the Hajj, but that's only once a year. I don't know. I have no idea what the hell is going on. In any case, Kristen. Yes. Did you go to the whatever the hell awards that was last night? Uh, the MTV Movie Awards actually occurred on Saturday night. Oh, I was Saturday not night? there. Okay. But they were on. They aired last night. Oh, they aired last night. Okay. Well, uh, from what I understand, it's okay on uh, on MTV to say, and the winner of Picture of the Year is Black Mother Effing Panther. Are we getting (laughs) dumber by the minute in this society? Seriously. Black Mother Effing Panther. When she announced it, that's what she said. I mean, come on. Well, she's excited. (laughs) Yeah, we all like to use that uh, that word as punctuation. It, it's, yeah, you know. Yeah, well, people were emphasizing their love and passion for Black Panther. Okay, well, I do remember when I was a little kid, I asked my mother, "Hey, mom, can we watch uh, on the mother effing waterfront?" Did <laughs> <laughs> you get in trouble great. for that? Yes, yeah, so she didn't care for that much at all. But now, I just, I just, why do we have to show off the dumbass? Look, I grew up in an inner-city neighborhood. I grew up, you know, understanding the street and the rest of it. You've never been near the street. Stop acting like you have. I just hate that. Oh, I, I think people are, just think that they're being edgy when they swear. Oh, yeah, they, it's yeah. it's, no, it's gotten true. so common now that it's just not edgy anymore. Uh, it, I don't has think. No, it has no bite any longer because no. everybody does it constantly. Yes. So there's no... There's no and- uh, Boundaries as far as language and, and no. social behavior. We, no. you, know, you know, when you're with you grandma, maybe you hold back on the language a little bit. When you're with your buddies, you don't. But we don't, though, because even censors on TV have relaxed it. I mean, you can't drop an F-bomb, but you can certainly drop other words that, you know, 10, 15 years ago you couldn't even say on the air. Oh, there's no doubt about it on, on radio. Unless you're, I mean, you can say things unless you're talking about the act itself. You can say it. Like you can, you know, say... Bull, 
because you're not actually talking about feces. You're talking about lying. Mm-hmm. You're talking about lying, so you can say that. You can say that on the air now. And I did uh, point out this morning that um, Brittany likes to pull my tit. <laughs> no. Well, who doesn't? You can say it's true. <laughs> and who doesn't like that? And who doesn't like that? I got yeah. a, I've got a T-shirt line that says I like to pull Tom Bernard's tit. Yeah, there you go. And it sells really well. Order up <laughs> right now. That'd be just magnificent. I can't wait for the tank top version. <laughs> <laughs> yes, our tank top version will be fantastic. Everybody be hanging out anyway. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking to Kristen Mother Effing Bert. So that's good. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing. Oh, it she is. bristled at that. That was good, though. You went, ah. I yeah. Like that. Mm-hmm. I, I, yep. I understand. <laughs> I just want to run by this quickly, and then we're going to start talking about There are actually three movies I want to see in the theater, Kristen. That, it's Ooh. been years since I've had that many. Actually, four. I'm sure it's Jurassic World. No, one of them is not Jurassic World. I know it's not. Uh, God, I hate the Chris Pratt is the worst actor I have ever seen in my life. It's terrible. Everything's kind of just like this. Worse yeah. than Adam Sandler? Well, you got a point there. It's it's a flat-footed tie, probably. Uh, <laughs> but I have to read this because, Kristen, honest to God, you lived here. It's been raining for about three weeks. Oh, I know. I'm getting depressed. Oh, oh God. it's just Send cold. it our way, and I will give you some of our sunshine. I like it. We'll do a trade. That'll be fantastic. Spring storms that emerged with the receding of a winter brought heavy rains across much of the United States. Now Americans are looking forward to summer, which in some regions is a dry season. No matter where you are in the country, however, there is always a chance of rain. Yeah, there's always a 30% chance of rain. The United States is home to wildly diverse climates. And weather patterns, 24-7 Wall Street examined this geographical variation with a focus on precipitation. For each state, we reviewed yearly average rainfall between 1901 and 2000, as well as 30-year average precipitation levels throughout 2010 from uh, the government scientific agency National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. Some states have distinct wet and dry seasons. In an email to 24-7 Wall Street, U.S. Department of Agriculture meteorologist Brad Rippey explained that in California, for example, all right, Kristen, so you're at the plate, the wet season, okay, so you're just talking about the wet season. So the wet season is what they're saying. Yeah, where they get an inch of rain a month. Yeah, do you get an inch of rain a month, (laughs) Kristen? That's a good question. During our wet season, I always like to joke that when we do get rain, it's like Noah and his ark pull up. We don't have like the nice drizzle or an yeah. occasional thunderstorm. It's literally just it's flood or it's total famine. I understand that. Yeah, the, the L.A. River gets full, and that is full. That's right. Is that why and they have it all this? Like, there are a couple of streets behind me um, that, that are closed all the time for flooding. Really? Well, we've just had uh, bridges and roads washed out because some places got a foot of rain in a 24-hour period. Whoa. Yeah. Indeed. Some states have distinct wet and dry seasons. In an email to 24-7 Wall Street, U.S. Department of Agriculture meteorologist Brad Rippey explained in California, for example, the wet season lasting from late autumn to early spring is driven by storms associated with the polar jet system or jet stream, sometimes supplemented by subtropical moisture. California and several uh, southwestern states during this part of the year have a Mediterranean climate. Did you know you have a Mediterranean climate? Uh, No, but it sounds really tropical and exotic. It really does. It's very, very exotic. I don't think there's any question about it. Um, So I'm trying to find on here the the rainiest state. I, I, I always understood that to be Washington State. Yeah. Is that pretty much still true? I think so. It doesn't even say any state. It says the states with most precipitation, and then it doesn't use any states. Wouldn't you think Florida? <laughs> Florida gets a lot of... No, they do in the, in the summertime, and the winter doesn't rain that much down there. Hmm. No, in the winter it doesn't. That's true. Peak, precipita- uh, peak precipitation occurs at different months in different states. In 34 states, the rainiest months are the summer months of May, June, and July. March is the rainiest month in New England states, Massachusetts, New Jersey, and Rhode Island, as well as in Alabama, one of the rainiest states in the nation. Alabama is the rainiest state in the nation. They've just got everything, don't they? (laughs) Alabama's got a lot of stuff down now, and no question about it. Uh, So in any case, I I wanted to identify the rainiest state. It's not Washington. It's Alabama. 
That's kind of surprising. See, I, my my little website here says Hawaii overall is the rainiest state oh. in the U.S. Oh, with really? a statewide average of 63.7 inches Holy of rain God. a year. Yeah, but Hawaii is like an outlier. It's not really a state. <gasps> Tell them that. It's a vacation. Oh, it's a va- oh, thank see, you, Kristen. You see, go. she understands. She very understands. positive. You're very positive. <laughs> uh, so are you going to miss Triple X Tentacion? Uh, no, but I think some people are. So I think some people enjoyed his music, of course. I love the fact that you but, even know uh, who he is. I never knew who he was till he died. Shows you what I know. Uh, it was kind of crazy, though, because, I mean, the way the news was reported, I was having alerts sent on my phone, and they were popping up, and they're like, he's been gunned down, and then, like, ten minutes later, they're like, he's dead. I was oh. like, okay, well, that was fast. Gunned down, uh, dead. But TMZ, I gotta say, TMZ bought the video off of someone because the uh, medical services had not arrived yet, mm-hmm. and he's in his car, like, shot and dying there. And I'm like, that's really classy. Yeah, it really is. All right, so I have to read this. I don't want to read it, but I have to read it because I'm sick of people arguing uh, over politics. Oh, by the way, we had a great guest on yesterday, Roy uh, Seekoff. He was the uh, chief editor of the Huffington Post for many years, for like 30 years, right? Yeah, I think it was like 25 or 30. 25 or 30, yeah. yeah. He is one of the funniest guys, most engaging guy, nicest guy in the world. Now, he's way far left. He's very liberal, but he never talks politics. But you know he's far left because he worked for the Huff Post, and he also did a film with Michael Moore. You can't get more liberal than oh. that. No, you can't. So you cannot, but he's a <laughs> You bleed guy. blue. Yeah, you bleed blue. There's no doubt about it. But this has to be... I want your opinion on this. This is why I'm reading it. The Trump administration plans to announce its withdrawal from the United Nations Human Rights Council today, making good on a pledge to leave a body that is long accused of hypocrisy and criticized as biased against Israel, according to two people familiar with the matter. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo and U.S. Ambassador to the U.N. Nikki Haley plan to announce the withdrawal at the State Department in Washington at uh, 5 p.m. Eastern Time, so it'd be 4 p.m. here and 2 p.m. in California. So it's about an hour and 40 minutes for you. No, two hours and 40 minutes, mm-hmm. something like that. Um, the 47-member council based in Geneva, created in 2006, began its latest session on Monday with a broadside against President Donald Trump uh, Trump's immigration policy by the U.N.'s High Commissioner for Human Rights. He called the policy of separating children from parents. Why did they do that? That's why I wanted to read this. Why did they separate children from their parents? Well, there's a bunch of different reasons. Okay, what are they? Well, first of all, apparently when um, people come into the country and, they don't, and, and they're seeking asylum, they're supposed to go to a, a legal yeah, port of entry. Right. And then they can mm-hmm. seek. Then they can say they're seeking asylum, and then they'll be housed and put together with their families until it's determined whether or not they actually have a legitimate claim. Okay. When they come in illegally, um, yeah. what's happening is that now it's not. They're going to be the first time they come in. It's going to be a misdemeanor, and then the second time it's going to be a felony. Yeah. So now that when you're when you're breaking the law, you are held as a an adult. Oh, and so they if, don't if hold you go kids. to jail, if you go to jail, you don't get to bring your kids with you. No. So that's the whole reasoning behind this is they're 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 acting on laws that are on the books that have not been enforced. So he's not separating the parents from the children. Yes, the children... they are being separated. Well, but now, the children can't go on, to prison. It depends on what outlet you look at. Some of them are saying that these kids are being held until they can make phone calls and get uh get the kids to relatives and and whatnot. And some of these kids are being uh, brought in by people that aren't even their family members. Yeah, I mean... And they're being used... It's all such a mess. So Crap show. It It really is. terrible. They're not really holding children away from their parents. They are are separating them up up to... Some places are saying, oh, it's three, four weeks before anything happens. And a lot of places that I... If you read on another site, it'll say it's up to 48 hours. But, I mean... Yes, they are being held. They are safe. I want to say something. Do you guys remember when you were a kid and you got lost from your parents for like five, ten minutes? Oh, what a dream uh, You got come lost from the crowd. Sometimes phenomenal. it could be a minute. Remember how terrifying that was? And that's the thing that I, I go back to. Mm-hmm. Of that 
two minutes. I actually once was crossing a street and grabbed a woman's hand thinking it was my mother. And I looked up and it was this other woman who was totally harmless and like, oh, my gosh, honey, your mom's right over here. I started screaming, crying because I was so traumatized. And I still remember it to this day. I mean, I can remember. I was three. So nothing's what, changed. This is what's happening to these kids. So, nothing has changed. I'm still screaming and crying. So why would so, so why would any adult bring a child over the radio? So why yeah. would any adult bring a child into a situation where they'll be yeah. separated from their parents? Why would, you do that? Why well, would an adult that, but do see, that when never, it's no? But they never did do that before. Well, they're doing it now, so now they and know. The, and they said that they were going to do it, but the United States right. has a lot of laws, and they don't act on any of the laws so now all of a sudden they're enacting the laws and people are going what what this is terrible well who who passed the law right who, well, who, who put these laws in apparently place apparently they've been on uh, in place for over 1997 yeah and who was in power then was it i don't know who what group was in power Bill clinton oh uh, clinton then so clinton bush and obama have not enforced it it's now being enforced and I think I, here's the, the, the other thing that really kind of makes me nervous is that, you know, you have these federal, these companies are being paid to house these kids mm-hmm. and every state and every company has different types of living situations. Mm-hmm. Some of them might be a little bit better than the others. So, yeah. uh, taking outside the trauma of the kids, um, some of them, it, it does appear that they're behind chain link fence. Other ones, it looks like they're kind of in a room in an old Walmart. Um, the other thing that makes me super concerned and only because I followed this particular case to a T with the USA Gymnastics, are they making sure that we don't have people who have sexual assault records working with these kids? Because yeah. this is very easy access to a lot of kids. Yeah, that's a very and it good happened point. in USA Gymnastics, it can certainly happen in a chaotic situation like this. And, that was, that's that's, and that's the big worry of children who came into Europe illegally that uh, were separated from their parents uh, by uh, just by confusion or, or whatnot, and that was a huge concern then as well. Where they were people will be they'll be predated on, or they will be uh, used in trafficking. Yeah, mm-hmm. that just happened in Minnesota, as a matter of fact, a well, fifteen-year-old girl. And I mean, there is a, there is a pipeline of kids being brought in from all kinds of different places for trafficking. So I, you know, it, it really is a crap show, and I don't know. I don't think the current policy is a good one. Um, I mean, well, some people are saying, "Oh, Donald Trump is just using this as leverage to get his wall built." But, but there's no, but no, but there's no worldwide policy or understanding or uh, politeness or etiquette with regards to any people who are trying to just, whether well, they're they're trying to move for economic reasons. It, you know, there's some for political, like the Rohingya who are leaving, and they're trying to go to Australia. They were pushed into Bangladesh. You got the people from Syria and um, Central Africa that are trying to come up and be into Italy. You know, Italy says, hey, we're not going to take any uh, non-flagged ships. You know, it's just over and over, and it's just huge mess worldwide. It is a mess worldwide. Okay. We'll be right back mm-hmm. in just a couple of seconds because I'll give you a perfect example of why you don't want little kids separated from their parents or their grandparents. That example, right up to this. Tom Bernard here. I'm Brad Huckle, president of North American Banking Company. Ask one of our bankers what they love about business banking, and they always say the relationship with a client. Case in point, True North Oral Surgery and Implants is a longtime customer with a growing practice. Their banker, Julie Marshall, knows the ins and outs of what they do. So when they need working capital, an equipment loan, or funds for expansion, they call Julie. Are you looking for a banker you can count on? Give us a call. This is Tom. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Did you know that about 60% of people over the age of 60 are starting to experience cloudy, blurry, or dim vision due to cataracts? Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Eye Care. Whiting Clinic is best known for their fabulous LASIK results. You've heard me rave about them for years, but did you know they're also experts in cataract surgery? Yes, indeed, and I'm here to tell you about my wonderful experience having cataract surgery at Whiting Clinic. I'm at that age when my vision started to fade, so I called up the folks at Whiting Clinic. They helped me out right away. My cataract surgery was super easy, and thanks to the Whiting Clinic, my vision is top-notch once again. Whiting Clinic has the most advanced lens technology options, so I can see far away and up close without wearing any glasses. If you want to learn more about your options for cataract surgery or clearer vision, attend one of Whiting Clinic's cataract seminars. Call Whiting Clinic at 855-554-2020 to RSVP today. That's 855-554-2020 to learn more 
about your cataract surgery options at Whiting Clinic. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Right? Mm -hmm. We're good, aren't we? Okay, mm -hmm. this, this uh, story, why you don't want to separate children from their parents or their grandparents, is for Kristen, Cassie, and Ralph, and all the listeners. Mm -hmm. Catherine and I know this already. Catherine and I were out of town over the weekend, so we celebrated Father's Day last night at Alex and Dan's house. Of course, Fawny was there, two years old, and Sage is there, five days old. Ralph, explain something to me. How can a five-day-old kid lift his head by himself? Oh, they can up, up, up off the, up off a sheet. He was doing cobra they're... pose. Oh, he was doing. He was like, oh, <laughs> doing that. He's yeah, already he was doing yoga. Like this. Because, yeah. What the hell? That's, Baby yoga. That's because he's uh, a giant. He already weighs nine, twelve, or something. I'm, He's a giant. He's got a muscle mass, so he can do that. He'll roll over. Watch, he, watch he'll be on that's, his tummy. That's what they said that yeah, they, when he went in said. for his check, they said, the doctor said that this kid could roll over already. Yep. But no. he was a week late, too. So. Yeah, because Brooks, yeah, Brooks did that. He, he, he rolled over two weeks. Boom. There Front to back, go. done. All right, but here's the real reason you don't want to separate children from their parents, but really never separate them from their grandparents. So Fawny's running around totally naked again. She loves to be naked. She doesn't want to wear clothes. She's always naked. Well, part of that's my so good because I bought her a um, a water table. Oh yes, she that's likes true. to climb into it. She likes to climb into a water <laughs> table. Yes. Bath time. Okay, so we're there last night, and Fawn walks up to her dad, and grabs his pocket on his pants, and she says, "Daddy, pocket." He goes, "That's right, Fawn. That's Daddy's pocket. What should Daddy put in his pocket?" Pause. She says, "Poop." <laughs> well, that seems logical. That seems wow, logical, that's, doesn't that's it? For a two-year-old, that's an option. Poop. You put can put anything in, in there. Yeah. Why not? You poop. put money, poop, whatever you that's want to exciting. put. Exciting. <laughs> so to be separated from Fawn, even though I'm a grandparent, not a parent, be separated from Fawn is not a not an option. I'm sorry. I wouldn't put my because kid. Because of the poop story. Just the poop story alone, and the fact that. <laughs> The, the fact that the deal for me. Uh, <laughs> last night I had to leave earlier than everybody else because I had to get up earlier than everybody else. So, Fawn, give me a hug goodbye. No. <laughs> Did you have you seen that video of that little kid? This God, it's uh, wonderful. I think it is on YouTube now. Yes. What is it? What is it again that uh, she's singing? Uh, if you're happy and you oh, know it, clap your hands. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. No. <laughs> if you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. No. And the kid just keeps saying no over and over. It's about, two year, about a two-year-old, yeah, right? Typical. Oh, yeah. uh, that's, that's our social that's interaction. That's hilarious. But yeah, dad's in the car. I think it's a, a guy singing. Isn't it? Or is it a it woman is, yeah. singing? It might know. be a woman. It's a parent know. singing. She's got her cell phone just, you know, bird's eye view down at the car seat. So all you see are, are feet and legs. No. It's <laughs> funny. Everything. No. I love that. Uh, it's just wonderful. But yeah, I, I just, so uh, funny. it's really something else. I really miss our children being small. You know, they're 31 and 29 now, but God, when they were small, we had so much fun. We lived on a farm. So we had a pool and we had a trampoline and we had, we'd take them to all the movies and take them out. Uh, honest to God, both our kids, when they were like five, four and six, we'd take them out for pizza once a week. And they'd both go, pizza time! <laughs> it, I, I love that about children. Why don't some people like children? I don't get it. I don't either. Children. I don't like other people's children that much. <laughs> <laughs> That's, really nice. That's really nice, Catherine. That's because you. I have friends who have got great kids, and I will take them. Like I invite them to screenings, and I'll take their kids out for an afternoon. And then I have other friends. And I'm like, I don't want to be around their kids because they're brats. Yeah, it totally yeah. depends. Yeah, it you does. don't want a brat. You don't want to yeah. hang around a brat. So, Kristen, no. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you want to talk movies? No. No. <laughs> nope. No. I'm gonna so, do that every week now. Are you every week? No. no. How are you? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, there are, th I think, four movies, three of them in the top ten that I want to see. And if it keeps raining here, I'm going to go to the movie every day oh, because, God. my God, the weather sucks. It's been terrible. You can float to the movies you at the rate you're going. Yes, we can float awesome. to the movies. So I do want to see, uh, what is it, Hotel Artemis? 
Hotel Artemis? Yeah, I think that's what it's called with Jodie. I love Jodie Foster. I think she's a fantastic. Oh, that oh, Jodie Foster, yeah. wasn't getting the greatest reviews, No, it was it? not. It was okay. not. But I've heard from other people that it's fantastic, and she's the reason it's fantastic. Oh. She's a hell of an actor. There's no question about that. So I want to see Hotel Artemis. I want to see Hereditary. Have you seen Hereditary, Kristen? I haven't, and I've got to go to this weekend because everyone is telling me it's amazing. But so I've heard great things about it. But you're a candy ass. You don't like scary movies. <laughs> I don't. And so I go anyway, and then I scream. The, I'm one of those annoying audience members that's, like, screaming. My poor husband has, like, scratch marks down his bicep. It's awful. <laughs> <laughs> and then always in the middle of the movie, I go, why did we come see this? And he's like, you wanted to come see it. I do it all the time. I did it in it. <laughs> and he was like, why do you do this to yourself? Why? <laughs> So, yeah, I want to see. Oh, so, so, so far, there's two. There's Hotel Artemis. There's Hereditary. I also want to see, God, what's the other one? I can't remember. Won't you be my neighbor? I do want to see. When that comes out, um, as a matter of fact, uh, how cool is it? It's already out. Yeah, it's already out, except for here. It starts here on Friday. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Was that a Disney film? Won't you be my neighbor? Yeah. No. Who? That's a documentary on no. Mr. Rogers. He goes, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> so who, whatever the film company is, it was so cool because, I, I look, our kids watched Mr. Rogers every chance they got, and we watched it with them. So I'm at work on uh, Thursday, right? I'm at work on Thursday. And John Lastman said, hey, I was just sent something because he's the producer of the morning show. He goes, I was just sent something, but it's for you. And I said, what is it? And he goes, it's a copy, a dig digital copy of Won't You Be My Neighbor. The film company <gasps> sent it to you because they heard you had a grandchild, and there's also a two-year-old. So they wanted uh, something for Fawn to watch while the baby was making noise. They sent the copy, so I gave it to Alex, of course, because that's where it was intended to go anyway. But how nice is that, that a film company would send the movie so Fawny would have something to do while the baby was crying? That's, that's... I love that. That means somebody was listening to your show? Yeah, I guess. I, it was yeah. just wonderful. And then someone from, from PR, I would imagine, because they're the ones that usually get all this good stuff out. It's but... Focus Features that did Won't You Be My Neighbor. Oh, Focus Features, okay. Um Alex and Dan watched it along with Fawny on uh, Friday night, or either, th either Thursday or Friday night, I don't know. But they loved it. They thought, they thought it was great. And then the Tom Hanks one's coming out, uh, what, in about a month or something? I think so. What's the latest? What's the, yeah. Yeah, the, uh, the, Which? The, the Mr. Rogers one that stars Tom Hanks. Oh, I think that's 2019, I thought. Oh, that's not until oh. next year? I thought it was coming out like, later yeah. this summer. Yeah. No, oh. I think that's on 2019. Okay, so. So you'll be waiting a little while. I can find the release date on that one. Yeah. Um, I was like, yeah, Tom Hanks movie. Because I think they're shooting right now, too. So, yeah, it's not coming till late 2019. Uh, when I went to see the greatest movie of this year, um, uh, acclaimed by many, uh, that would be Deadpool 2. They had uh, previews. They had pre some uh, some trailers for uh, movies, and there was one that was I think uh, put out by A24, and it's a story mm -hmm. of a priest, uh, and he's challenged uh, in a variety of ways. It looked really compelling, but man, was it hard! It was oof, really emotional, and I and I can't remember the name of the movie. But that was the. Do you know the actor? No, I don't. No. Hmm. No, I, I don't. Because A twenty four has had probably some of the top films um, in the last couple of years, like Moonlight and La La Land. They always do really well. Um, the Shape of Water. They've done really well oh. at the Oscars. So when they have a movie coming out late in the year, you know that they're ramping up a big Oscars campaign. Yeah, this was. Uh, it was a story of a priest in a small town. And then uh, there's a bit of his first his, reformed. What what'd you say? First reformed is that it? Maybe. On the A twenty four website. Maybe, but that. Yeah, it's it looks like it's uh, yeah. I think that's it. Good God! I just looked first at reformed two thousand eighteen with Ethan Hawke. Yeah, yeah. yeah there, there you go. go. Yep. Yeah. I just looked oh, at the top twenty movies and in twenty first place. According to Box Office Mojo, A Quiet Place is in 21st place, $17 million to make, 
it's made $187 million. <laughs> good God. That's uh, pretty good. 14th place. Yeah, it has a good gimmick. That's a good return. Uh, Hotel mm-hmm. Artemis is in 14th place. Uh, it's only made $5.8 million, so it's, it's not doing well at all. Made four million the first week. Excuse me, four point eight million the first week, and only one million last week. But it's not at very many places. We're going to get to uh, to uh, Kristen's favorite movie in just a second or two here. So I want to see uh, Hereditary. I want to see Hotel Artemis. I want to see Incredibles two, which is in first place, the highest grossing first week for an animated movie in history. Really, from what I understand. Huh. Oh, it's so good. It's such a good movie. Oh, I want to see it. I really do. But the number one movie that I want to see, and I don't know if Catherine will go with me or not. No. No. <laughs> no. No. I, I want to see Superfly. I loved Superfly when I was oh 14 God. years old. I can't believe they're <laughs> remaking that. They made a mistake, however, because <laughs> apparently they missed a plot point in the original movie. Uh, in the original Superfly with Ron O'Neill... Did the 70s have plots? A huge <laughs> point of it was that he was... To to white people, he looked black, and to black people, he looked white. Mm. As a matter of fact, several times in the movie, they re- refer to him as, you white-looking mother-effer. Oh, dear. So, But the new Superfly, it's really not hard to tell he's a black man. He's okay. very black. But So why would they take out that element? I don't get it. Uh, probably more relevant today. Yeah, but the, his struggle to be accepted in his own community was part of the movie. I don't get it. I don't understand it. By Some the way, things can't be explained. By the way, I watched the. Uh, I don't know. I, I I'll let it go. But uh, maybe it's more Black Pantherish, where where it's Black a, Mother it's, Mother F and Panther, where a person who is uh, accepted in the community and, and you know is is integrated and really dark skin. I mean that. That I was, guess I don't know. That was one of the keys to I think Black Panther was that uh, everybody that was in there really was dark skin. I mean, not black, but dark skin black people. I mean, which is yeah. unique. They they weren't going with oh just sort of like a little chocolate. No, they were they're people that really had a, a tan, so to speak. So a couple of friends of mine who are black. That's uh, funny because I pointed it out to Catherine today. Uh, they called me and go hey. You always talk about there aren't any white men in, in commercials. I said, yeah, there are never any white men in commercials. Well, there's one out right now. It's a white guy. And I said, what is it? And they said, Dremel Moto Tool. I said, yeah, well, there's work involved. <laughs> well, they were, they, they were trying to poke the bear. Let's be honest. You know, so. I love it when a, a commercial is notable because it's got a white male in it. <laughs> Well, there are no white men in commercials anymore, unless they're morons. You can be in a commercial if you're an idiot. Well, I hope you enjoyed your power trip. But once again, that's because... It's bad to be a white man these days. Oh, is it ever. And poor Andy's 31 years old and wouldn't hurt a fly, but he's suffering along with the rest of them. I don't know. You can't get even for slavery. I'm sorry, you'll never even the playing field. Oh, yeah, today's a significant day. Juneteenth. Yeah, it's Juneteenth. It is Juneteenth, exactly. Yeah. Why did they pick the last teen number? Why is it June 19th? I don't know why they call it Juneteenth. I, this is the day that they went into Galveston, right, and mm-hmm. freed the slaves. I think that's right. Yeah. I think that's exactly right. It was exactly. like two years after the last the... date. So it was 19th. It was the 19th. That was the day it happened? From what I know. I would guess so. I mean. Now we have to briefly cover... Uh, Kristen's favorite movie that uh, just came out last week. Uh, she went. To, how many times have you seen Gotti now? <laughs> well, based off of the zero percent rating it got on Rotten Tomatoes, zero? I decided to go every day to support John Travolta. Yeah, how course. about you guys? Zero. Zero on Rotten Tomatoes. Has that ever happened? Oh, it's happened. I think that this is. I think this is like a first where it's like zero across the board, not even like a one or two percent. It's a zero. That's oh, terrible. It's supposed to be horrendous. Do you know what's crazy? Every time John Travolta finds a major passion project, if you have to go back and remember yep. Battlefield Earth, that was the Scientology one, things completely bomb. And I always find with John Travolta, he either hits and it's like a major win or when he like, this is, 
It's like the biggest bomb of the century. Oh, it's true. It's a huge stiff. Huge stiff. But, uh, zero, yeah, 0% across the board. It got no positive ratings. That's really bad. <laughs> Some people who went and saw it liked it, but they're all Italian, so it doesn't count. How much did it cost to, to, to make it? Make uh, it it costs, it doesn't say. It doesn't say how much it costs. <laughs> Gotta keep that. They're going to lose all the money anyway. It really doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter how much it costs. Oh, by the way, Kristen, I wanted to ask you that because I noticed now for animated films or superhero films, uh, out, outer space movies, they never tell you how much it costs any, anymore. They don't, they, they don't tell you. Deadpool now, which is a superhero movie, I guess, but not really. Deadpool 2 costs $110 million to make. It's made $300 million. Wow. That's pretty good. That's a nice return. Yeah. I hated Deadpool, but I love Deadpool 2. I'm love surprised it. you gave it a second You're going to love Incredibles 2. Oh, God, yes. I I'm can't gonna, wait for you to see it. I love those characters, that little smart-ass kid. I love that little kid. To remind you of anyone? And you know what? The, the baby Jack-Jack kind of steals the movie. I was yeah. like, every parent is buying a Jack-Jack doll this summer for their kids. Oh, that is wonderful. Everyone know. Yeah. We will be right back with Kristen Burt, Tom Bernard Show. Now they're not playing. Just like all of you, I had been hearing about my pillow and was skeptical that it was as great as everyone says. Well, I received my first my pillow and I love it. It's very comfortable, stays in that same exact position all night. Fantastic. Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow, has a very special offer for Tom Bernard Show listeners. My pillow is offering more than 50% off his four pack special, which includes two premium my pillows and two go anywhere pillows. If you're looking for a great night's sleep, now is the perfect time to get your first My Pillow. If you already know how great the My Pillow is, why not give them to everyone you know? Call 800-516-5146, use promo code TOM, or go to MyPillow.com. But make sure you use promo code TOM. Call 800-516-5146 and use promo code TOM. That's 800-516-5146, promo code TOM. This is Tom, and I want to tell you a story about camping. A guy named Tim, his back pain, and his angry wife. You see, Tim went camping with his family, but he aggravated his recurring back problem a couple of days before when he was golfing with his buddies. His wife had to set up the campsite and do all the heavy lifting, and Tim couldn't do a whole lot with the two kids. Tim was not a happy camper. And neither was his wife. The following Monday, Tim's wife got him an appointment at Hopkins Health and Wellness Center, a DMR method clinic. Their team of physical therapists and chiropractors figured out what was really wrong with his back, quickly got him out of pain, and taught him how to keep it from coming back. And what did Tim say was the biggest benefit of finally handling his back problem? Happy wife, happy life. DMR clinics are a group of physical therapists, chiropractors, and allied medical spine specialists that can help you feel better fast. They have a 96% success rate. It's covered by insurance, and you don't need a referral. They have convenient locations in Hopkins, Woodbury, Rogers, and Blaine. For a free consultation, go to dmrmethod.com. That's dmrmethod.com. <laughs> We're back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Cassie, floor director. Tom, and I want to tell you a story oh about camp. Uh, you this are unbelievable. So we can oh, There you go. There. It's your first day at the wheel. Don't worry about it. It's not that big a deal. Kristen Burt with us, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking about movies. Going to see. So you've seen Hereditary. You've seen Incredibles 2. When are you going to see Superfly so you can give me the tip? Superfly. It's not on my radar just yet. So. <laughs> do they still use Curtis Mayfield's music for it? Do they use the original music? Do you know? I don't know. I see. Um, we need to see the uh, trailer. Yeah, I should watch it tell us. because uh, I loved that movie. It was unbelievable. Although I will tell you this one, Cassie already knows this, but it, uh, when I saw Superfly, I was like 14 or 15 years old. So I ran right out and got that Superfly hat. And at that time, people started wearing platform shoes. Men were wearing platform shoes. I remember those days. Do you have a photo of you in your Superfly hat? God, I hope I not. I wish. I've seen a that is social media worthy. <laughs> Gee, thanks. It. Thank you so Sup much. Superfly thus far has gotten 54% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's it. That's mm. not yeah, good. It's not doing well. It's not doing well at all. So I'm mm. wearing my floppy hat, like Superfly's hat. Not floppy, but big. 
and I'm wearing platform shoes, and I walk into my best friend Andy Fisher's house. Andy Fisher is the guy Catherine and I named Andy after, so he was that close a friend. So I walk in, and he just stops and looks at me and says, and I quote, what, do you sit down to pee now, too? <laughs> it's like, yeah, okay, pal. <laughs> yeah, Ralph loves that one. It's better than, what, you lose a bet? Yeah, what, you lose a bet? Could have been another one. That's very, very true. There's no no question about it. Um, so is there anything coming up? Uh, you, now, you said that Won't You Be My Neighbors next year, which I'm looking forward to seeing that. No, Won't You Be My Neighbors already out. Oh, no, the and, other one. And it's coming your way, you said, on Friday. Yeah, the um, Tom Hanks one is a late 2019 late uh, uh, release, oh. which... Yes, which means that they are gunning for Oscars for him. That's what they're anticipating. Yeah. Now, what is the name of that one? Do we know yet? Um, I don't think question. so. I don't think we know. Yeah, but they not. Sometimes they just do like the Tom Hanks, <laughs> Mr. Rogers movies. Um, I'll see if they've named it yet. But uh, this weekend, the big movie is Jurassic Park, which you are oh, not going to see. No, I'm, I'm going to go see it. That movie. I You're like going those. to see it? Yeah, I like those movies. God. Are you going to run through the jungle in your heels? Oh, yeah. you got to run through the jungle in your heels. Absolutely. In pumps? <laughs> <All right. laughs> That's a good idea. That's a good plan. Not even in pumps. Stilettos. Oh, um, the Tom Hanks movie is called You Are My Friend. Oh, You oh, Are My right. Friend. That's right. We just you had, are uh, my friend. We just had, uh, on the morning show, we just had um, Mr. Feely. Mr. McFeely. Who was the uh, Mr. McFeely? Yeah, he was a, he was the postman that always visited yeah. Fred Rogers. Today, maybe that wasn't wouldn't be the best. Yeah, choice. Mr. McFeely is not a great name <laughs> for today's think? audience. No, it's not. Isn't that funny? No. You think about it now, you're like, that's a little creepy. Yeah, super. Because that's creepy. what you would name him if he was like the creepy mailman in your neighborhood. Oh yeah, Mr. Come <laughs> about to deliver the mail. Wink, wink. I'm telling um, you, I'm, I'm not kidding you. Honest to God, he is the nicest man you'd ever want to talk to. Just a gr- very nice guy. And he, I feel like that whole cast obviously was a very, it was just a special time, a special yeah, place, yeah, special so. people. What's amazing was John Lastman, who's the producer of the morning show, told Mr. McFeely that he wrote him a letter when he was a little boy, and Mr. McFeely found it. No way. He did. No. Yeah, he, kept, he said he kept every letter he got, and he found he the letter. He has a warehouse of them. Uh, he said, yeah, he does. He has a warehouse of stuff that he was sent and letters. And, but he found John Lastman's letter that he mailed when he was a little boy. That is amazing. <laughs> really amazing. Cool. Isn't that wonderful? It's so sweet. I love sweet. I wrote Gary Coleman a letter. Did you? Because <laughs> you were taller than he was? <laughs> And then he sent me back, you know, obviously it was like his fan club or whatever, sent me back like a little uh, four by six black and white headshot that was like, you know, hand stamped, that kind of thing. Hand he stamped. Didn't really it. Well, thank you, Gary. Yep. Well, yep. He, he was an odd guy. I, I interviewed him a few times mm-hmm. before he died, and he, he was a very odd man. Are you saying Kristen likes weirdos? Yes, that's what I'm saying. Probably. That's Joe's about a, right. Joe's a weirdo. <laughs> You've decided. There's no question about I, it. Well, I can't even imagine. And I also, wrote to Ricky, I also wrote to Ricky Schroeder, but he didn't write back. So. Oh, that. that's not nice. I can't even imagine back, you know, before, you, you know, celebrities had Facebook pages and Twitter pages and Instagram pages so all their their fans could be on all that. Yeah, I mean, just to just to go through all of those letters and have to send something oh, to the yeah, fans because... Yeah. I mean, that could mm-hmm. really break a young girl's heart. Yeah, well, when, when Ashley was on the soap opera, you know, we stopped opening the letters when the ones from prison started to come in. Oh, God. And, uh, there, oh, there, God. There, there, was, there was some strange brew that would come through, so that all yeah. went right to the agent. That was the end of that. Nobody yeah. Nobody opening that anymore. No prisoner mail? Well, it, 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 some of them were... You know, a court, bit graphic. Well, and not to go back to last week, and I, and I, I know you're still sensitive about that, Kristen, but they wanted a picture of her feet. Mm. Yes. <laughs> they wanted yep, a picture of her feet, so that's it. You know, we so that was the man. That, maybe that's not the. What is that person. all about? I don't understand that. But one one to look at feet. Yeah. You should have gone. Never you should have gone and take some pictures of the worst, most disgusting feet. <laughs> here, <laughs> there they are, them. right here. Here are my feet. <laughs> and fungus, send them on. Fungus toenails. Well, now people like just troll through photos on the internet and then make your own page for you, and then you're like, "There's your feet, right there on the internet." Yeah. yeah. Kristen, are you sitting in front of a uh, in front of a computer? She's on Skype, so yes. I am, yeah. Oh, but you can, can you change the screen? 
Yeah. I can change the screen, yes. Oh, I'm on my phone, sure. so. Oh. oh, you're on your phone. Okay. So here's yeah. the deal. I want you to look up. Uh, there's a woman who's been busted twice for having mm-hmm. sex out in the wide open near an intersection. She was busted a while back for doing it, and then she got busted again. Um, don't remember where it was, but I do want you to look for that the second man's picture. Because okay, what am I supposed to Google? Woman yeah, how do you Google? Out in the open? Yeah. yeah, woman gets arrested twice for having sex in public. Public sex offended. That, that's going to pull up like 14 million. <laughs> I, yeah. I will, I'll put it in. Christy Brinkley's son was just kind of doing that. What? Oh, yeah. That was all over Twitter this I morning. What? That he was having sex in public? Oh, well, they were <laughs> kind of having sex in public. They were in a bar. Oh, yeah. It was uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's last girlfriend, supermodel, whatever her name is, and then Christy Brinkley's son. They were in a club in Montauk This really, yeah, going at it. Um, sex in public, arrest. Tom, do you know how many stories pulled up that just happened within the last, like, 24 hours? What? <laughs> that are not just, like, this one woman. I don't know. Well, I, that, this is an expression of people losing their sense of decency and, you know, you know some privacy. Let's do anything, anywhere, anytime. I guess what I know, it is. Tom, I just fell into the dark web. I mean, a man's accused of raping his stepdaughter. Another bar owner's uh, accused of raping a out customer. You just sent me down the dark web. God, you are right. 19 child sex offender arrested second time for former pastor arrested second time on sex charge. She's free fall, free falling, Good skirt God. like an umbrella down the dark hit dark web rabbit hole. <laughs> just like Alice. Rap- You're absolutely I can't right about that. Tom just did this to me. Okay, I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm going to go on Wise Brother because I think that's where the story came from. Not to mention the spam that Kristen's going to get now. Oh, God. I know. I'm in so much trouble. <laughs> you might as well just throw your computer away. It's like the, the, it's like the old uh, subscription. My husband will go on. And he'll be like, what are you searching yeah. for? What the hell are you doing? I love that. It's like, it's like uh, subscribing to uh, International Mail years ago, and it, if you if you subscribe to that to to the to the catalog, you would get every yeah. L, uh, LGBT mailing support group. Uh, every group in the world would you be on that mailing list, and you get everything. You get this uh, huge stack of mail. Oh, that's right, Andy. Do you remember the International Mail store on Santa Monica in West Hollywood? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Not there. That was a big one. Yeah. A big store. Big what? Store. Yeah, and then international mail. I tried store. to go to one in <laughs> San Diego, but it was it it, it had closed. Uh, uh, just a very fascinating uh, business. I don't know. I guess that there's all one on the internet now. You just ordered on Amazon. <clears throat> yeah, they don't have a storefront at, even in WeHo, so I don't even know. I'm like, do they even exist? I I don't think no, so. I look it up. Unless unless it's just a uh, just a uh, internet storefront now. But you know, West Hollywood isn't as gay as it used to be. A lot of straight people, a lot of straight bars now. Really interesting place. Mm-hmm. What what a maturation! It's international mail. This started in the seventies. Yeah, it's it's. They sold it in eighty seven. And the last catalog was mailed in two thousand seven. That's it. Yeah, wheels up, done. This is yeah, so and now sad. it's called Undergear. Yeah, Undergear. <laughs> You ever heard of a man named Michael Berriman? Ever heard that name? No. That's not an actor, is it? Mike Michael Berriman is supposed to be the ugliest man alive right now. How? Well, that's terrible. Michael Berriman, the ugliest man alive as we speak. That's God, that's, hmm. that's really sad. The reason I wanted you to look up this woman got uh, got popped for having sex in public for the second time. The man she was having sex with is the ugliest human being I've ever seen. It looks like... Well, honey, she's not really... She doesn't really have high standards. Well, she at one time... At one time, she looks like she was probably good looking. At one time? At one time, not anymore. You think she's hooking for... Well, she had a black eye, so that didn't help. Oh, God. You can see the pretty person inside. Yes, it was the pretty person inside that was just fine. But this guy, it looks like he had the rosacea with the booze hound nose oh. and then it looked like it all melted to the left oh i mean seriously just 
I don't know what the hell happened to this guy. But hey, well, he's having sex at the intersections. So yeah, that's true. Doing all right. Hey, you want to play? <laughs> oh, that's great. That's wonderful. <laughs> it's just a horrible thing. I wish I can't get on. It, the story's on Wise Brother, but Andy's not here, so I don't know what the passcode is. So I have no idea what what oh. uh, is on Wise Brother. I have no clue. I don't know how to get on there. And Andy's got all the access to everything. I'm very upset. See, this is job security for him, right? Yeah, like he he wants job security. Let's <laughs> let's not kid ourselves. We have to keep him because he's got all the pass he's holding, codes. Yeah, he's holding them all hostage. <laughs> yeah, they're lined up like there's no tomorrow. So Kristen, is, did I miss anything? So I named five movies now, and I forget, so there there are actually five movies I want to see because I forgot about which one did I forget Amazing. about again? Incredibles two, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is the Incredibles two. A Hotel Artemis. Super it was fly. super fly. Want you be my neighbor? Want you be my neighbor? Oh, um, hereditary. Hereditary, yeah. yeah. Hereditary. Hereditary, so, yeah. Yeah, I want to see all these movies. I want to see and go to the movie theater to see them. So that's a good thing. And, and it's, it's raining. It's perfect. You can go see a double oh, feature. God, you can get a just... big thing of popcorn. It's amazing. Yeah, and Tuesdays you get you get in the movie for like next to nothing, and they give you all kinds of stuff. No, or, I- are you going to do it? My in-laws used to Not do it? in LA, so I'm coming to I'm coming to Minnesota. It's cheaper for me to fly there to go see the movie. <laughs> <laughs> ticket pays for the ticket. There, there you go. Uh, Tom, are you going to do what my uh, in-laws used to do? They used to go to a movie and then they would uh, double he- d- double feature it. They go to and just sneak oh, into another sneak theater into another and watch one. another one. Yeah, I don't think that'd be good if I got caught doing that. No, you can't. Tom do Bernard that. arrested for sneaking into a movie. <laughs> you cheap bastard. Yeah, that would On not be good. Discount Tuesdays. Yeah, on Discount Tuesday, that's exactly right. You wouldn't even pay eight bucks. Discount Tuesday matinee. It's six bucks. Is it six dollars on Tuesdays? Yeah, six dollars, yeah. Are you kidding me? That's at the Southbridge Crossing Cinema by the kids' house. That's by uh, Alex and Dan's house. Southbridge Crossing, it's six dollar Tuesdays. Now we're cooking with gas. That's amazing. I do want to mention one thing. The current bachelorette is a woman from Minnesota. Her name is Becca okay. Kufrin. Do you know who that is? I sure do because she had a horrible breakup with Ari on The Bachelor last season. That was a disaster right. on Trainer TV, and now right. she's The Bachelorette. And one guy, apparently this past week, because I don't watch those shows, but a guy, and I can't remember who it was, he said, you know, I have to tell you something. I, you know, I'm really sincere about this. I think I'm in love with you, and I, I hope you're in love with me too. She goes, that's that's too fast. You, uh, don't tell me that. And he goes, what do you mean? He said, it's too quick. It's too fast. You know, just could you have held back for a while? And he goes, well, that's what I thought you wanted to hear. She goes, what? He goes, I don't really love you. I thought you just wanted me to tell you I loved you. I mean, nice move, you dope. <laughs> and then she walked out on the date. Then, then she walked out she on walked a date, out. right? She left because he said the L word, according to her. I just, whatever. Uh, These shows, I can't watch these shows. That's all I know. All right, Kristen, another magnificent week, although we didn't talk about uh, pictures of feet, so that's good. I do appreciate that. There'll be none of that. I do, too. People don't need to look up my feet. (laughs) Mine either. They kind of look like Northern Pike. I got a big, (laughs) I got a very high arch in my foot, so it kind of looks like I got a hump. She's going to wave a nod. Oh, if you have a high arch in your foot, that actually can rate very well on the web. What is that? Oh, that's right. We got to go. All right, Kristen, always a pleasure. We'll talk to you next week. Sounds good. Bye-bye. Thanks a lot. Kristen Burt, ladies and gentlemen, Los Angeles entertainment reporter and a wonderful woman. And we'll be right back with Hour 2, Tom Bernard Show.